Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a 10 euro free bet when you bet 20 euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair. Max 10 euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection of minimum odds of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie. This is a crowd podcast. Hello, everyone. Hope you're good. And thank you for listening to 21st Century Football. We've got a little competition for you running throughout May 2021. So if you're listening to this after May 2021, the competition is closed. That's how time works. Hotel Football in Manchester has kindly given us a prize for you to win ahead of the Euros in June. You will get a table for four. So you and three mates. Entry to our Old Trafford Supporters Club live entertainment post-match, live screening of the game, and the best thing is you get two drinks each. That's eight drinks. Drinks include beer, wine, or soft drinks if you're on the cordial. To enter this competition, all you need to do is answer this simple question. Which player has scored the most goals in the Euros in one competition in the 21st century, obviously, the clues in the title. Tweet your answer to 21st Century Football. And please be aware this competition is only for people living in the Northwest. Apologies to those outside, but we will promise to bring you more prizes that you can win ASAP Rocky. Now it's time to enjoy the show. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Hello and welcome along to 21st Century Football, a podcast that is the complete guide to football since the year 2000. My name is Will Brazier and today we are focusing on a Spanish centre-back. His name, Sergio Ramos. Is he the greatest defender of all time? That and a lot more with the stat to my man, Statman Dave. Let's get it. Sergio Ramos, big cojones, big player. Winner. Do you get excited about centre-backs? I like Sergio Ramos because he's a lunatic. Love that. Mm. I do like these little little bit of a vibe about him, you know a what I mean? A little loony. A little bit crazy. There's not many lunatics kicking about the modern game, is there? So when they do, you know, stand out. I mean, I believe the... Pa- oh, you're not even introduced me yet. Sorry, Will. Got after you. No, did you say Joe's here? Joe's here. 
Thanks, Will. Cheers for that. Yeah, I love lunatics. Um, I think there should be more of them. In, in football or in just football. in society? It's just in football, please. Um, because I love seeing them. I love seeing the drama they cause on and off the pitch. Yeah. Uh, I love seeing them get stuck in it. It's all too clean and polished nowadays, isn't oh, it? it is. Um, I, I think Dave in a previous episode sort of brought that about because a lot of these young players get into these academy schools quite early and they're all quite prim and proper. Whereas you can tell these players who get stuck in... Hey, Sergio Ramos looked pretty, pretty trimmed and proper when he joined. Real Madrid from Sevilla. All right. He looked very, very suave. Sorry, sorry. But he's over the years, I think he's got dirty. Didn't he do that naked model shoot? I don't know, Will. Maybe he did. I was swear, that, I've was seen that a picture of Sergio, Sergio Ramos. Shoot? Long. I swear, I've long seen hair it. Yeah. Like what a tackle. Hey, hey lovely. Hey. But no, seriously, though, <laughs> I have seen a picture of him naked, I think. All right. Well, um, should we... Should I do my Wikipedia do bits? Want... Yeah, yeah. Let's, um, let's kick this off. Sergio Ramos Garcia was born on 30th of March. Do, do that what? again. We need more of a. Sergio Ramos Garcia was born on the 30th of March 1986 and is a Spanish professional footballer who plays at centre back and captains both La Liga, uh, Club Real Madrid, and the Spanish national team. Ramos has gone on to become a mainstay in Real Madrid. He's won 22. Twenty-two major honours, five La Liga titles, four Champions Leagues. One of the most decorated players of all time. Um, I've got Ramos is also a keen horse aficionado, owning a stud farm. And I've seen that picture, let me tell you guys, he is a stud. (laughs) Really? I want to start with a stat for us all. Ramos is La Liga's top goal scorer from a defensive position of all time. Wow. Simple. But yeah, effective. Um, so Ramos is the top scoring defender in La Liga history. Should I just read that back to people? A little yeah. bit more so can sync. Uh, listen, is it, I mean, I'd love to compare notes. How many other defenders have scored more than Ramos in the world? Uh, what a goal Well, in, in European football, there's actually five. Uh, do you want me to reel through the, the names, Joe? Bloody we've all got Google, pal. Uh, we've got Graham Alexander. Oh, penalty oh, king. Yeah, penalty king. Absolute penalty bagsman. Yeah, what years were these? This recent Alexander. Yeah, a little bit Burnley, Scumfort, Luton, Preston, North End. Okay. Next. Number four. Laurent Blanc. Okay. Blanc? How many's Blanc got? 153 bagsmans. No way. Uh, the former PSG uh, manager scored 16 goals for France as well. Um, Hector Herrera. Hector Herrera. Blong's got 153 goals. He's a bagsman. Go on, on, who's next? Hector Herrera. (laughs) It's not Hector Herrera. Hector Herrera's a Porto central midfield. I don't even know why I said it. Fernando Herrero. (laughs) Right. 163 goals. Another Real Madrid. That's not true. Great. Hero. You're reading appearances, Dave. He's just making these up. People are going to check out your stats. Number two, Daniele Passarelli. Well, I don't know. 175 goals. We want to know who number one is. Is he good? Do you not know who number one is? Carlos. Roberto Carlos. Who? Yep, Stam. This is shocking. Wait, you two have let let me down. Who? Chris Mullin. Who is it? Who is it? Should we know? You should know this. Gary Neville. These are facts. Gary Neville, he's scored about two goals. (laughs) Jonathan Spector. Um, Shut up. Right, one last guess each, and then you've got to say who's closest. Will? Cafu. I'm going to go with... Oh, Ashley Cole. When did Ashley Cole score goals? <laughs> Who is it? 
Ronald Koeman, you bloody idiots. Oh, yeah. How's Fernando Hierro got 150? Because he's a bagsman from centre-half. Back off, all right? Oh, no, no. Ronald Koeman scored 253 goals. That's unbelievable, He scored 26 in one season. You know, if you come up with a sweeper of the day, like a you know a classic footballer, then I would have probably gone, okay, that's cool. Well, kind of ruins the rest of this episode, in a way. I was just about to say that. <laughs> I was going to say, a good third of this episode was going to be talking about how integral he was as a goal scorer. So, do you want to sort of pick up the, the yeah, mess that you've done? Yeah, please do pick up Dave. <laughs> yeah, no, we're the still big. The you've just done for us. Still a big goal scorer. He's the, obviously, right now, he's the top goal-scoring defender. Yeah. Active player. Still a big thing. Scored big goals at big times for the Real Madrid. But we, we, we sort of mentioned the shithousery, and that sort of speaks for itself. But as a defender, Dave, how good is... Underrated. I think one of the best Champions League defenders of all time. I'd even go to say, is he above Nesta? Cannavaro, Vidic, Rio Ferdinand, John Terry. Because this man has captain Real Madrid to three Champions League trophies. Yeah. That impact alone is incredible. And I think the big thing with that Real Madrid team, the quality of the fullbacks meant that the defenders have to do double the yardage. I think in their attacking shape, Marcelo basically plays as a left winger. Carvalho on the other side of right winger. The space Varane and, Mar- and uh, Ramos had to defend big. Yeah, they've got the support of Casemiro. Yes, Casemiro is unbelievable. But Ramos, some of the plays he made in that run in, in the, over those three seasons, unbelievable. Clutch moments, big tackles, big interceptions, and big goals. Wow. The one that springs to my mind for the first one, I don't know if this will be his most iconic moment, but that one, I think it was the 2014 one when it went to extra time against... Who's this in the Champions League final? Champions League final, he scored a in-swinging corner, it gets his head there. And he just, I don't know, he just always seems to be in and around. Yeah, always seems to be causing so a bit of So you're talking about the first final? Yeah. Atletico Madrid. Was it was Atletico Madrid. It was, yeah. I knew it was. I was going to say. Was it was confident enough? No, he scored in the 15th minute. What? Oh, I thought he scored late. Um, he scored, I think we're another scored one. Late. Oh, he scored two? Yeah, he scored one in the 15-16. And he scored one again in the second Atletico game as well to put it to extra time. Yeah, yeah. I think. He scored yes, both. Because right, then that's when Bale scored the one, wasn't it? Off the keeper pars it. No, Bale shoots and Ronaldo heads the it. The 4-1. Yeah. Yeah. Got you. Big goal. Now we're all cleared up on that. General summary, Ramos scores big goals. Ramos scores big goals. Big big, big time player, any guys? Yeah, so true. Aggressive. Attacks corners like you you think he's going to die if he doesn't win it. And I think that's Sergio Ramos, the intensity that's become. I think when he got tattoos, I think that made him hard. Yeah, 100%. I think that's when it made him hard. He was like, right, I've got tattoos now. Yeah. I'm no longer this guy that Will's seen on the internet naked many a time. <laughs> I tattoos, am this. Then, let me tell you, unless he was hiding them. <laughs> <laughs> I am this machine, this beast. Yeah. And, a, and a captain, and he... he you know, he left Sevilla as one of the most expensive defenders of all time. There's a lot, you know, geared on his back. He, you know, he joined Real Madrid when Guti was still knocking around uh, Real Madrid. He did actually pull off a, a Guti-like assist in five-a-side a few weeks ago, just to let you guys know. Of course know. Did. Yeah, back heel was completely, you know, not meant, but it was unbelievable. Is that what it takes, sorry, to be hard, having tattoos? I think so, yeah. Oh, nice. Piercings, maybe, as well. Yep. I'm, well, yeah, I might guess. But I think the haircut, as well, makes him look like more of a... Um, Someone from the, the, the 300, the, a Spartan. Oh, yeah. Really? You know what I mean? He reminds me of a Spartan. Wow. And I think when you, when you play against Sergio Ramos, you're not having a good time. I'd say more. He, um, I reckon he's the type that pinches your arm behind you, pulls your hair, yeah, yeah, squeezes yeah. you. Come on. I'd say he's a bit more like Sons of Anarchy, a bit more rough and ready. Okay. Going to give you a fight, probably a bar fight. <laughs> Don't think he's that sort of chiseled warrior that you'd see. Not a Gerard Butler. No, yeah. Yeah, but I think you, you, you're painting a picture of these 300 lads like they weren't nutters. 
they are. Yeah, but you're, you're saying that like he's more like you're envisaging them as these old, you know Greek Odonises and that yeah, he'd yeah. suit the Sons of Anarchy. No, I think these Spartans, Sons of Anarchy, same type of characters would be a good fight with them too. Same, yeah, same sort of characters, Dave. But I'm just talking about. I think if you were 300, you got more of a chiselled six pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if you were Sons of Anarchy, you probably <laughs> drank in a six pack. <laughs> hey, I'm right. I'll see you later, guys. Am I right? I'm not. We well, obviously know a lot about a six pack and his naked body. What's it like? Well, the, the original six packs pre tattoo was, you know, we're talking he could have debuted on a Royal or SmackDown. It, he was ready to go. Yeah. Um, but then obviously we move away. I was interested. I forgot about the Seville times, Dave. Is he sort of fondly remembered, or was that all sort of tarnished when he went to Madrid? No, I think that was at the start of like Monchi's time at Sevilla when he obviously flipped the club, buying players like Daniel, Dani Alves, and so forth. It was just a they got lots of money for a young, talented centre half or but right back. That was a very, very good player. Or had the potential to be a very good player, and it's taken. It took him quite a while to actually become starting centre half for Real Madrid. It took him a few years, and you know the team had to move on, and then he stepped up, and you know his character and leadership has obviously elevated them to another level. You know, I think if you've got Zinedine Zidane's respect as a player, you are a very, very good player. I think technically, from what we've seen in recent years with him scoring penalties and free kicks, he's probably a little bit underrated in that category as well. Great passing range, carries well. Like he's a very, very good player. So overall, you would say he is the best defender of the 21st century. I'd say he's up there. With your Costa Curtis, with your Maldinis, with your Nestas, you know, no, your, your, your big he is, players. I'll tell you what, he is the best. You reckon? The best defender of the 21st century. I think he's definitely top three because, especially the more the ta- more of the Italian ones, when you speak about them, you speak about the back four or the back two and the partnerships. Yeah. But Ramos, like you said, Dave, has like dragged people kicking and screaming with him and up their ability. Where yeah. He's not a double act, is he? No, you maybe a Terry apply that to. Yeah, that's true. I know it's hard but, to yeah, say. But, I know it's hard to say. Well, what would you have, Terry or Ramos in your team? Ramos. I'd have Ramos. Yeah, I'd have, I'd Ramos, have Ramos. I'd have yeah. When's John Terry ever scored in the Champions League final? Would you have Ramos over Ferdinand? Yeah, don't. I'd have them together. That's I think the they're question, different defenders. It's not a question, is different it? Different defenders, mate. It's can't, not the question. You can't just compare apple one of the back banana, five aside, which is a fair question, knowing this podcast. Yeah, but we'll talk about that later on. Okay. So I didn't get an answer from. I don't Dave, think you're going to get an answer from Dave. Um, Dave, you've also brought a video to the table where we've looked at. Ramos's dark arts. Yeah, the, the darker side tackle. of the game. Dirty tackles, flicks, not tricks. Especially for this podcast, because, you know, the ability speaks for itself, but we like the characters, and he's a character, Joe. Do you know what? Every uh, when, when growing up, we mentioned we've, we've mentioned the, the big old classicals of our time, uh, and they were at uh, Ramos's peak. Uh, they were the, he was in many ways uh, the star of the show, one of the headline acts. People used to ch- turn on to these El Classicos when Pep was in charge and Jose was in charge to do absolute big battles. And he used to always put on a bit of a show, whether it be getting sent off or causing drama, causing a bit of murder, having a uh, a storming game. Can I just stop you there, Joe? I've got a really good bit of the Wikipedia page that we didn't dive into before. Go on, then. What's the it's just, there's, a, there's a paragraph that I think sums him up down to an absolute T. When you think Sergio Ramos, this is the paragraph for, the for picture. you right now. Is it the picture? No, it's no. not the naked picture, Will. Uh, on the 23rd of April, Ramos was sent off for the 22nd time in his Real Madrid career Legend. and the fifth time in an El Clasico oh. after a straight red card for a two-footed challenge on Lionel Messi during a counter-attack <laughs> in the 2-3 home defeat to Barcelona. Class. Real Madrid won the 33rd La Liga title that season. Um, Ramos's fourth title as and his first as captain. Doesn't that just sum him up? Yeah. They won does. the league. They won the Champions League. 
He two-foots Lionel Messi in the Clasico and gets sent off. He knew what he had to do to win, and he did it. I think when he plays for sort of Real Madrid and it's not against an English side, I don't really mind it. But there, until recently, he has always riled me up, which I think, you know, to him might be one of a detriment to his Can career. Can I point out the elephant in the room about... Uh, Are you talking about my nose? No, sorry. Let's talk about Liverpool-Madrid Champions League final. The Salah incident. What are you saying? What about it? Because the elephant in the room is there. We are two United fans and obviously going to praise that. However, you know, he knew what he was doing. It was a tactical you move to try and... No. One was the in just his eyes. You've just read out a man, two-footed Lionel yeah. Messi, to yeah. stop a counter-attack yeah. to go he's, on and win p- gets the job titles. Done, he right? knew, he knew, he knew Dirty. what he was doing. It's filthy. Where do we sit on the line? You've got to respect it. I hated it. Did you hate it? Well, yeah, because I like when, especially when clubs get to Europe, I support them. Which I know might be a foreign concept to two red. No, no, I, yeah, I understand it. I, under, I, I don't understand, understand least, that. You know, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Um, German clubs have recently shown why they are the best in the world. Go and support a German club. But a Borussia think, Dortmund, a Bayern Munich, yeah. even so RB Leipzig. I like RB Leipzig. They came out and they stood big recently with oh, their yeah, partners. Because they've not got money behind them in any on, sort of way, about, are they? They're not played by money. They've not got the, the benefits of an unbelievably rich corporation behind them. They're the proper way of doing football, isn't it? They play good football. They've backed... What does the RB stand they've, for? They've backed extreme sport throughout the entirety of my life, which I think is really cool. In an underfunded channel? industry. <laughs> yeah, that was mad. And also into F1, gone. now into football, and they play a good brand of football. Okay. I don't think there's that much wrong with that. And mm. they're also standing up against the big boys and telling them, you know, where to stick it. No, Moving away from anyway, Champions League final, dirty tackle by Ramos. Yeah, no, it was. I know where Dave's line is. It was despicable. But, well, you, you paint yourself as this noble knight. <laughs> This noble crusader going off into the night. Oh, Sergio Ramos shouldn't have done that. Oh, no. Would you do that to win? No. You wouldn't do that to win. You wouldn't do that to lift the only Champions League trophy of your career. If you're playing for Birmingham City at centre-back, you know Mohamed Salah is an absolute bagsman. You're not you're not doing a little karate throw after you've trained at judo for the past two weeks for this moment. I think, David, you said it's more about the style and how you're not getting the trophies themselves. And, And that style stinks. Um... So, would you want to win that? Is that the right way? For you, maybe yes. For me, not so much so. That's the difference between you and me, Will. I'm a winner, you're a loser. No, hang on a minute. Hang on. He's contradicting himself from a previous episode that might not have gone out in the right no, order. The, the, elephant, the elephant in the room has been addressed. It was... what? I've got another elephant as go well. Go on. Well, I don't think it was after this, but I, I, you know what I do. You think you, you give me the name of who it is and I go, what's my first memory? Eric Dyer smashing into him. Remember that? Was it in the Burnabout, the 3-2 when England won? One of the greatest nights. We've got it on DVD. Maybe <laughs> Blu-ray. It might have been that earlier. Um, Eric Dyer just... And he won the ball, but he took the man. He still got a book in, but he's absolutely scythed him down. Really? So what happened? So what? how would you celebrate that, but you don't celebrate Mohamed Salah getting dumped out of the Champions League with a judo throw? He got... Hang on. He got the ball. He got yeah, the ball. Uh, Ramos got the arm. What's your point? You oh, are scum. You, are. you really are. You really are. I I used to watch you on YouTube. I was sat there. I was a big fan. And now you've unveiled yourself to be an absolute weapon. <laughs> yeah, but you don't. You, you've, we've never spoke about my favourite players in European football of recent years because it paints a story. Casemiro, one of my oh, favourite players. Of course, of course. I mean, we, in a previous episode, and I don't know if that, this has gone out chronologically, you spoke about <laughs> style, substance, and the trophies were a secondary thing. Today, you've come out as an absolute <laughs> assassin. Did Liverpool win that Champions League if Salah stays no, on the pitch? That, no, no, that no, Real Madrid team. Oh, great, so hold on. No, they, they got Carrius in goal. Carrius still has a brain yeah, fart. Carrius yeah. still has the brain fart, doesn't he? Gareth Bale still scores one of the best goals in Champions League final history. Oh, I've never felt so sorry for anyone as part of for Carrius that night. Just I know, and I know, and I know, and I know. I know what I'm sat here with, but like 
one man's career was just ruined in one night. Yeah, but Liverpool didn't protect him afterwards. They no, binged him straight not, away. I'm not saying they did. <laughs> they, they pretty much left him out to dry. It was no, pretty I'm, bad from Liverpool. I'm not saying they did. Pete's uh, club. No, you, anyway. Yeah. Where, Ramos, where, where? eh? Sorry, Ramos. The, uh, the, oh, and the other elephant in the room, the elephant sat on top of the elephant with that. What? was when they had the Ballon d'Or ceremony and Ramos... They were all there. Salah was sat in front of Ramos. Ramos picked up a ward, walked back off the stage and touched Salah on the shoulder, mm, which could have been coincidence, that. but I'm sure it was Dave. Cheeky little grin says it was not, was it? Can't probably not, it. no. Probably getting into his head for future Champions League finals to win. Obviously, probably maybe happen in the future. The other elephant in the room that you guys keep talking about elephants, I haven't spoke about the World Cup. The man has won the World Cup. Yep. Centre half for Spain. A pretty boring Spain team that just mm-hmm. had the ball for the sake of ball and um, epitomised Tiki taka as a phrase, yeah, you know, so it's a phrase of slow, boring possession. Is that what to keep the ball so you don't have the ball? Yeah, is that what it is though? That's what it is. Yeah, is it's seen as a, sl- a slanderous thing to to call a team a tiki taka team it? in Spain. Yeah, because uh, I always thought it was like a sort of like progressive thing. Yeah, because again, we don't do the research in this country to make sure we understand oh. certain phrases. You should have put that down. No, no, should put that down. I thought it was sponsored by Tic Tacs, and they put what a lot about, of money into it. Yeah, what about a vertical Tiki Taka? It's a again, like it's a the, the, it's mixed concepts but is that, from what is, it actually is. Is, is. That, is that a sexy? Because one? we used it the wrong way. Now it's been used in a way to describe a certain style of football, right? Because we can't come up with any ideas ourselves. Ramos, just to sum up his dark arts, are you a fan of it? Yeah, I I do you know what? I, I, you're never a fan of it if it's going against your team. And um, to be fair, as United fan, we've not had many clashes with with Sergio Ramos. So that is, mm. we have played Real Madrid quite a lot of times in the Champions League. But he's never done anything that shithousery against uh, yeah. United team. When you are on the team that is doing the shithousery, it's uh, a fan favourite, I think. Um, I don't think there'll be many Madrid fans who feel sorry for Salah that night. So yeah, I'll go with it. I'm a bit of a fan. You're listening to 21st Century Football. We're just going to take a little break and then we'll be back. Over the centuries, the world's greatest wordsmiths have crafted the most beautiful sentences ever written. Shakespeare. Shall I compare thee to a summer's day? Austin. There is no charm equal to tenderness of heart. And Jermaine Pennant. I pulled two birds and I went home, which is nearly a proverb. (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Football Book Club podcast, the only book club that's less Charles Dickens, more Paul Dickov. And you can listen to our brand new series right now by searching Football Book Club wherever you get your podcasts. This season, Live Score is the only place where you can watch every single UEFA Champions League game for free. That means more goals, more unforgettable drama, more end-to-end action. And whether you're watching on your phone or tablet or casting to your TV, the free Live Score app gives you even more ways to watch. Live Score, the new home of the UEFA Champions League. It's more than a score. Download now on the App Store or Google Play. When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a 10 euro free bet when you bet 20 euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair. Max 10 euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection of minimum odds of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie. Um, right, before we get into the ranking, what are we picking as Sergio Ramos' most iconic moment? 
Um, one of the red cards, or just the red cards in general, just the fact that he just, I mean, you know, he just gives it, he just gives it out. Two foot and Messi was one of his last red cards in the Classico. Wow. Not bothered, is he? Them two have clashed so many times, and he's just gone, tonight, I'm having you. He knows he's going to get sent off. He just does it. What a crazy guy. All of his red cards for me are iconic moments. Do you think it'll be a bit like Fergie Wenger, where, you know, them two absolutely went at each other for 20 years, but if Messi and Ramos sit down, they'll have, you know, a cheeky... Yeah, Pond. I'm sure they. Uh, Fergie presented um, Wenger with something. Oh, was yeah, it? it was a bottle, yeah. yeah it was a bottle. Little vase, nice it? little bottle, yeah, yeah, on his last game. Maybe they'll do that when they both retire. Um, possibly. Dave, what's your most iconic moment about Sergio Ramos? I think I'll break it into two categories. Number one, club career, Real Madrid. I think any of the, the, the big goals he scored on their runs to these finals, goals against Napoli, um, the, the two goals we've already spoke about against Atletico Madrid. I think maybe the first one, the first Atletico Madrid goal, yeah, and then scored a, a penalty in the five-three win in the shootout. Big, big moments. I think that was probably his club career. And I think you've also got to take his international career and moments. Uh, the Euros in two thousand and eight, we've not even spoke about in two thousand and twelve yeah. as well. But a man of the match performance in the World Cup final. Yeah, incredible. The World Castro well. performance index scored him at a whopping nine point seven nine. What? what was this? The Castro Performance Index. What are you talking about? Who's this? Castro? Heard of the Castro Performance the Index. What's going on? It's the, the one of the sponsors built a performance type score. Who? Right. Who's Castro. Castro? So the FIFA Diesel, YouTuber. I think, or something. Has anyone got a ten out of ten ever? Um, Castrol or Castrol. Castrol? Oh, sorry. Right. The Castrol. God, I was sorry. So Sergio Ramos, man of the match, World Cup final. Um, completed more solo runs than any other player in the tournament with thirty-one. Uh, I think we've got to give him some respect for that it's World quite Cup easy final from centre back, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead easy, mate. Well, no, if you were going to do it, what's the easiest place to do a dribble from? Anyone? Goalie, goalie, yeah, um, centre back. I don't know. You also think that if you lose the ball at centre back, the opposition have a counter attack yeah. with players behind you. But yeah, cool. Will you, you, you do you, Will? Yeah, the, who are the worst defenders? Strikers. There we go. Enough said. <laughs> Not in the modern day. Patrick Stand Bamford will have an argument with you about that. Uh, no, don't let me smack you. I'm reverse. Uh, <laughs> I will fight. I, well, I know, fight. mate. I've, I've seen you. I've seen you move, mate. You, you, you don't move properly. Let's rank this man. Let's start with, would we go for a drink with him? Um, he loves horses and he's an officiado and owns a stud farm. Couple of questions there. Um, and who knows, if we have several drinks with him, we might be able to recreate his photo shoot. Oh yeah, you ten from me. Uh, ten from you. The you so desperately want us to have a look at him, a picture of him nude. Yeah, nine out of ten. Nine out of ten for you. I'll back you up with a nine as well. <laughs> what are we going for there, Dave? For night out on a booze in, not out for in, Madrid. in yeah. Madrid. Oh, yeah, Madrid is Madrid, probably yeah. one of my favourite oh, cities. Loves nibbles in Madrid. And so he'd that... be like, sorry, he'd be like one of them dons that'd be like, it's Ramos, and he'd be like, you know, like frustrated. <laughs> Fuck the queue. Let's yeah. yeah. So, so queue. I reckon in Madrid, you said it's in Madrid, right? That's plus one points, whatever we get to at the end. Um, Madrid's a great city, so it gets an extra bonus. And he's like saying all the places, the pinchos, the tapas, the beers. Like we're gonna have one hell of a night out. Uh, and I reckon that's a. Seven, eight o'clock in the morning job. Wow. I reckon we're going all night long. Ten. Um, but also, oh. you're thinking about the tattoos. Yeah. 42 tattoos he's got. This man has got tattoos of Jesus Christ, a nat- Native American chief, a dream catcher, a wolf, a lion, a map of Spain. Wow. <laughs> just in case he gets lost. That's just out. his arse. That's just, <laughs> I'll tell you what, he's going to have some stories about those tats so that can get the conversation yeah. flowing before the cervezas come out. Um, I'd give it a nine plus the one for being in Madrid. Oh, ten. Yeah, ten. He's going to go right to the top here. I can tell if you. I got to tell you that night, I'd, I'd look like 
something out of the hangover. <laughs> I'd have a little Tyson. Um, right, five aside, does he get in on your team? I just think he's, he does. He gets stuck in. He's a bit aggressive. He can score goals. He, he tracks back because some people aren't great at tracking back in five aside. They love the limelight of scoring the goals. You know, it's their moment to shine, isn't it? Yeah, These regular yeah. players. He'll do the hard work and do the grafting. I'm just worried about scoring room 10 because I think he'll go straight to the top of the league. Don't worry about I'm going to give him a 8 out of 10. Love that. Because you're afraid that you're going to score him. So you're basically Ramos afraid be the that you've built a, a rubbish scoring system which has led us to this point <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, because you've got to know what I'm going to give him next. What, Sergio next Ramos. 10, 5 aside. Anyone's giving it the biggie on of a team. Anyone goes on a bit of a goal scoring run. Judo throw. Arm falls off. W. Wow. You're winning the lot with Ramos in your team. And you're also intimidating people. And a technical ability that I spoke about before, Ramos 5 aside, could probably score from anywhere. Depends if we were here to have fun though, innit? Well, I'm going for 5 out of 10 for 5 aside. <laughs> I hate confrontation and he caused too much of it. He's, you know what? He's right. He's right. He's I hate right, confrontation. Right. Every week it'd be, oh, just calm down. We're yeah, sorry. Kill sorry. We'll chill we'll out. We'll pay. Um, iconic moments <laughs> Dave we come to you first on this well week. you know my scoring yeah my scoring has some methodology behind it put a 10 down has the man won a world cup yes oh no no has the what man won the yeah, European well, championship well. yes has the man won the Champions League yes yes he's won it an unprecedented times three times in a row Ooh. as a captain so yes won La Liga yes. yes would he win the Premier League yes. yes would he win Serie A yes would he win the goddamn lot yes 10 but he's no Ballon d'Or that is your system. No, I'm afraid that the the analysis that we did, World Cup final man of the match, the Castro performance index means that he gets a 10 because they actually gave him 9.76, which we have to up that, you know, mathematics. Yeah. We're at simple rounding, goes up to 10. Um, well, I'm going to give him a 10 as well. I just can't look past the you fact coward. that he's... No, we can't look past the fact he's done incredible... I'm not letting him swear. This is what I said What before. are you taking points he's off? He's a coward as well. But what are you taking points off about? Lot, Will. What, are you, what can you just, just score him for? Because you've only seen him naked at the start of his career. Yeah, you want to see him right. naked now, do you? Yeah, it was a nine. Listen, a Will. <laughs> Listen, Will. He's a 10. Won it all. Scored goals. Champions League. La Liga. As you know, Dave said it all before. Defenders don't really the win Castro Ballon d'Ors. performance index. The Castro boys rated him nine point something. I'm going for nine. Just because of the Ballon d'Or. What do you mean the Ballon d'Or? Okay. Fair enough. He didn't win it. So what? He scored 80 yeah, out of 90. Him. What? Yeah. 80? Yeah. It should have been 90. Should have been the clean sweep that, lads. He scored 80. You, you just don't... You've never been to Madrid, obviously. I'm not asked. See, mate, when you go to Madrid, you'll Is know... better than Barca? Is. Yeah. What? Not them. Bad no street. way. Not them lovely. Do they have street. a half-built uh, church? No, they might Night out, better night out. Actually, had a really good night out in Barcelona. Yeah, I had a great night out in Barcelona. Day out, Madrid. Night out, Barcelona. There you go, Barcelona Real Madrid fans. No, you know, no jumping on one or the other. Listen, guys, I've loved this, yeah. but can I tell you about another podcast you might love called the Football Book Club? They review footballers' autobiographies. It's great fun. Great listen. Go and download it wherever you listen to your podcast from, Football Book Club. Check it out. They've recently done Stephen Gerrard's My Autobiography. Love that, Joe, and we'll get our ears around that. And thank you very much for listening to this podcast and getting your ears around this. I've been Will Brazier. That's been Joe McCarthy. That's been Statman Dave. Thank you very much for listening to 21st Century Football. We'll be back very soon. We'll see you later. Bye. It sound right, boy. Crowd Network. A place where you belong.
This season, Live Score is the only place where you can watch every single UEFA Champions League game for free. That means more goals, more unforgettable drama, more end-to-end action. And whether you're watching on your phone or tablet or casting to your TV, the free Live Score app gives you even more ways to watch. Live Score, the new home of the UEFA Champions League. It's more than a score. Download now on the App Store or Google Play. Podcast Network.